0: Y'all, and Welcome to Benevolence, where kindness matters and all are welcome to the table. I'm your host, Ceci Diaz. We finally made it to episode 9. This season has truly been one of my favorite seasons, and we are one week away from the season finale. I want to thank each and every one of you for supporting me on this Benevolence journey. I pray that as you tune in every week, you are inspired, empowered, blessed, and encouraged to be the best version of yourself. You are tuning into episode 9, Misconceptions of a Church Girl. On this episode of Benevolence, I have a very good friend of mine joining me at the table today. She's been on Benevolence before, and I have brought her again to discuss this special topic. She is the one that gave me the idea, and I was like, hello! You gotta (laughs) join me on this episode! So, um, she is a lifestyle and beauty youtuber (laughs) (laughs) and she is an amazing leader of the girlfriend's ministry in our local church so without further ado i have beverly perez joining me at the table today
1: hey girl hey welcome back i know i'm excited to be back (laughs) when were you last year i was Was, i was here for season two i did something in season two you were here
0: twice in season two we had girl talk or was that season one? I don't
1: know. I feel like I've, at least once in every You've season.
0: You've been once in every season. I yeah, so. for sure. So first, I want to thank you for joining me again thank on this episode of Benevolence. Um, a few weeks ago, we had a very nice conversation and you pitched me a great idea. And I was like, we got to do this. Amen. So um, we're going to be covering today the misconceptions of a church girl. And this topic is very interesting.
1: It is because there are a lot of misconceptions with like a church girl. You see it like based on movies and TV, and we're yes, not like that. <laughs> we are
0: not like that. And it's funny that you say that because I do have like some points there. But um, a lot of people, especially non-believers, they have this misconception that church girls like I don't know cookie cutter, cookie cutter. Mm-hmm um goody two shoes Mm -hmm. type of girl it's true and honestly today we're gonna set the record straight yes (laughs) (laughs) um but before we get into it i want to apologize listeners i am not feeling well and i know this happened season one I remember that I recorded a whole episode and I was completely congested. I know. But I was like, no, I got to do this. And I remember doing the whole episode, like, tapa. Congested. Yes. I get the
1: allergies are real.
0: It's really bad. And then the thing is that Anthony and Victoria were sick this week. And I'm like, I was like, stay away from me, stay away from me, no, no. And then what do you know? Regardless. I know, but I, I don't have contact with the kids like that.
1: So they're in the room, like they it's are. in the air. It is. I was sick last week, so.
0: But I feel like my I feel like my family got me sick because I literally did everything in my power to get away from them. But it was like they were coughing here coughing there victoria last night you know she unfortunately had an ear infection she joined me on the bed so it was like Begito, I know. germ just transforming the and there's you. nothing that i could do because i'm mommy i gotta like take care of her you know but yeah so i'm just trying to like pop pills and i know that sounds so bad <laughs> <laughs> that this, is session number one. <laughs> this is session number one church pills pop pills no no no, no. but i've literally been like every four hours with my I'm pills thinking. so i don't Get sick? No, you
1: can't get sick. You have an exciting couple of weeks. I right?
0: know, guys. If you're listening and you're tuning in, my husband Anthony Diaz is finally graduating Woo-hoo! from college, and I am so 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 excited um for this new life we're gonna live because it's mm-hmm. like since we've met, we've been in school mm-hmm. since we've met. Because when I met him, I was in school, and then you're I graduated right. 2015, and he continued. So you're we right. don't know what it's like.
1: So now I have to come home and like, I got to do homework. Yes.
0: So this is actually the first time ever in our nine years being together as a couple.
1: That's exciting. That we've
0: ever had like no burden. They're going to
1: be so chill. I know. So relaxed. Well, yeah.
0: So I'm so excited. But yeah, Anthony graduates on Thursday and I'm just so excited and we're all gonna, I mean, not all of us, but (laughs) the, you know, our little short little clan, because he only gets four (laughs) tickets. Can you believe that? Four tickets.
1: Oh, to, like, the graduation. Yeah. Aww. So, it's only his
0: parents, me, and Victoria.
1: Indeed. So, his
0: brothers can't go or anybody else. But, anyways, we'll come that's back.
1: That's okay. That's, you know, that's why you celebrate after.
0: Exactly. But, um, anyways, with that being said, um, go ahead and introduce ourselves. I mean, introduce ourselves. <laughs> you know what I mean. Go oh, ahead and GD introduce Session. yourself um, to our listeners. I'm sure people know you already, but for our new listeners who've okay. never... You know, gone as far back as um, season one or season two. Um, go ahead and tell our so listeners. So my
1: name is Beverly. I've been friends with Sissy for like six, seven years. Yeah, like, We've six, been, like 7 like friends. Mm-hmm. Um, it's exciting to be here on Benevolence once again, especially for this episode, because we both go to church. Yes. We've been there for a long time. So there's a lot of things that people may not know about us. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's exciting.
0: So what is it that you do? And what are you studying?
1: Okay. Okay, guys. (laughs) (laughs) So studying, that's a whole other thing. But (laughs) I work at an aesthetics clinic. So we give Botox, fillers, some around the beauty industry. Nice. Mm -hmm.
0: And then are you in school right now?
1: And if you're not, that's okay. But what is it that
0: you are, like, trying to pursue?
1: So, this is the thing, guys. I like a lot of things. Okay. And we all know that. I love a lot of things. So, I'm still deciding. But I'm paying off school loans. Okay. Which I should be done October of this yes. year. Yes. And I'm hoping because I need, I need to, I want to start. My dream, like, one of my personal goals is to have my bachelor's degree and hopefully a master's. Absolutely. So I'm speaking it into existence. I'm gonna have yeah, to
0: do that. And you can do it. And the best part of doing it is trying to do it debt free.
1: I know. Because
0: Because Anthony's guys- graduating on Thursday and in six months <laughs> 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 We're gonna be racking up another bill. I know. You know, it's it's tough. It's tough. But he did it. But We're, he not did it. We're, not even We're not gonna worry about it. We're not even gonna worry about it. Whatever. Now. Anyways. So let's go ahead and go straight into it. Um so to begin. Let's define what a church girl is. So it's pretty self-explanatory. <laughs> <laughs> because a church girl is...
1: A girl that goes to church.
0: <laughs> a, tr- a girl that goes to church, you know? Now, don't get me wrong. Like, you know the movie... I fell,
1: the like, church- I fell in love with a church girl. I'm called. in love with a Baylor. church
0: girl. Yeah, and Adrian Bailon. Bailon. And, Baylon. and then with this guy. Ja Rule. And he was in the whole fire
1: Festival oh, thing. Yes. Oh my
0: God, yeah. That's a whole other story. I know. Um, and then that's like one stereotypical movie. And I know mm-hmm. they had good intentions with making that movie, but there were just some things that were just yeah. like, ah, come on. You could have like, you didn't have to name the movie. I'm in love with a church girl. Like, it's kind of weird. But anyway, that's just me. And then remember Mandy Moore's saved.
1: Oh my gosh. Yes. Oh my God. That was terrible. That was it. Th- that, that was, was a terrible. movie That was a
0: terrible movie.
1: It like really made us look terrible yeah
0: because it was in the early 2000s that that came out I
1: know.
0: yeah and then anyways I don't even want to go into that but then there's this other movie that I saw on Netflix which one it's called The Get Down oh it's so good it's Mm -hmm. so good Beverly and I think it's still there really yeah but it's done I think it's just two seasons very short okay it's so good but the thing is that there's this girl Mm -hmm. the main girl okay she comes from a Pentecostal church. oh Ooh, and you hear it you hear
1: through.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys. Um, but she comes from a Pentecostal church, and she rebels because it's oh too, God. like, tough. It's, like, too, uh-huh. Okay. So you see what I mean? Like, it's, like, what are they doing? Oh, they give us a bad rap. Yeah, they do. They really, really do. And then the other show sure. que, gives us... A really, really bad rep, but I love which one? Is Greenleaf. <gasps> oh my god, you're right. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so guys, if yeah. you watch Netflix and you know you're interested in those types of dramas.
1: It was produced by Oprah, so there we go. So yeah. It's a good show.
0: But it's very but dramatic.
1: Yes, it's very novella.
0: It like is. that stuff,
1: like come on guys. Some things like happen, happen but not but to that not to like that. nobody's killing anybody in the church.
0: Yeah. Oh my God! Yeah, and like guns in the church. You Boy know, what's Bandito, another one? Wasn't there a thing talking about a church? Wasn't there? Oh my gosh. Didn't somebody come into a church recently, like last yes, week? Like
1: no, last it was for Easter, and then like two days ago for Passover. That's right. Somebody came in. Oh my God! So I don't know. Okay, let's make it a little lighter. There's okay. this show, and oh my gosh, it was, it was something about oh, it was called Preacher's Daughters, and it was it would. Go, it would, uh, like, follow the lives of these girls that were preacher's daughters. Okay. And most of them, like, were rebels. And it made the parents seem so strict. And before, I it didn't really pay mind to it. But now, you know, I'm 24. I understand the parents. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me
0: too. So terrible. Terrible girls. You know, girls. <laughs> as an adult and as a mother, like, I get it. I get why I my get parents were so harsh. Like... We won't understand it until we get older. I know But that's a whole other episode. But yeah, yeah. (laughs) okay. So Greenleaf for sure is definitely one you have to watch it. But it does give a kind of a bad name for us Christian folk. Listen to this,
1: then watch Greenleaf.
0: Yes, because then you'll (laughs) go in with the perspective. You'll know what you'll know what's coming Mm -hmm. because it's very dramatic. But anyways, (laughs) um now don't get me wrong these shows they're pretty they're they're to the point sometimes Mm -hmm. sometimes i'm watching i'm like ooh, like they hurt like they hit a nerve you know know. but not everyone and you know all those shows portray like who we are as believers they just Mm -hmm. don't and that is why beverly and i are here to discuss these common misconceptions so let's go get let's let's just dive in dive in let's do this um, so misconception number one, mm-hmm. church girls don't date because we are focused on Jesus mm. and only him. Mm. What do you got to say? Okay.
1: <laughs> so that's not true. <laughs> not true. Not true. So I, you know, I, it's just how I am. I haven't dated. I've only dated one person. It's the person that I'm with right now. Yeah. But you know, I've liked Boys. Yeah, for sure. We, I don't know, like, it's not true, guys. We're human. Everybody has, like, that attraction to somebody else. Mm-hmm. So I don't think this is...
0: No. It's no. definitely a misconception, you know? We are primarily... Yes, we are supposed to focus on Jesus. Yes, no, yes. of
1: course. You, you know? have
0: to. We have to, and that's the only way in order for us to date, because we have to be... And this is something that I said two episodes ago with Anthony. Mm-hmm. You have to be completely, like, complete and whole. You have to like, be whole. You have to be whole in Jesus in order to to allow someone
1: into your life like that. I agree. Because if so, not, you are going to... I don't want to say fault, but you're going to... You're going to... You're... Oh, my God. what's word. You're going to... I don't want to say the word like... Oh, my gosh. Just say it. Like, I'm trying to find it. You're... You're gonna. You're not gonna go in to the relationship with the right intentions, exactly. and it might be the right intentions. But if you're not whole, you're gonna be looking for somebody that's gonna make you happy, or you're mm-hmm. gonna be looking for somebody that's, um, that's gonna make you feel secure in yourself. Like, no, you need to be secure in yourself. You need to be whole. Mm-hmm. You know, with God, and after that, it, it is okay to date. Yeah. because you have
0: to meet people. You have to meet people. You know. Um. Yes we want to get married Mm -hmm. but god created companionship god created you know for us to love and be loved by someone else so you know it's important for us to to meet new people
1: i agree the bible says when you know it's that god said it's not good for man to be alone
0: exactly
1: so it's not like we're out there like no 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 don't look at me Mm -hmm. like you i can't look at you because no no like yes if you know when i was younger i was like oh my gosh like that guy is so cute you know that <laughs> you'd be at youth convention mm-hmm. and oh, camp, my be like, oh my god oh my god that is like, like the is, typical is it is today the day that i'm gonna meet the person you know what's
0: funny it happened to me like <laughs> it happened that. to you though yo i am part of statistics people like you i are. am part of statistics you met i met anthony at a your convention future husband
1: at a convention <laughs>
0: That is hilarious. Oh, yeah, that's that is hilarious. Because that's the typical thing. And yeah. <laughs> the Christian walk. I know. You go to these camps and conventions. <laughs> Looking for another. <laughs> Looking.
1: You're like what? on the hunt. You're on you the dress hunt. dress cute. Yep. That's how it was you for me. Do makeup and hair. You're yep. like, you
0: never know. And what do you know? I did. But anyways, <laughs> with that being said, you know, dating and getting to know other people is not a bad thing, you mm-hmm. know, because it's good to like weigh out your options of course. and pray to Jesus and ask him for mm-hmm. guidance. And you have like to that. know what you like. Yeah, you have to,
1: because mm, you're not going to go. I mean, here I am, but <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're going to have to get to know different people because there are things that you're going to like. There are things that you're not going to like. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Okay. Yeah. So misconception number one done. It's
0: mm-hmm. Not true. Not true. Moving on to misconception. Number two, church girls, women, like in general, okay, are less important than men in mm. the church. Mm-mm. Yeah, this one's you, like, you know how I feel about this. No, one. I know. Go ahead, lay down.
1: Okay, <laughs> lay it so, down. Girl. We in the faith mm-hmm. are used to seeing men take on kind of the bigger roles, like
0: mm-hmm. pastors, pastors, leaders, mm-hmm.
1: and I don't agree with that because I feel like God has given me the the power to do the same thing like god has equipped me as well exactly and the bible says that you know god is the same yesterday today and forever so Mm -hmm. if back in the day there was deborah in judges and Mm -hmm. she was a judge like this was unheard of she was a judge there was esther she was a queen and she wasn't just like oh you know i'm gonna sit back no Mm -hmm. she changed the course of people yeah like god can do that with me absolutely i can be a leader i can change mm-hmm. you know my i don't want to say generation but i i can change my generation i yeah, can change you can. The people around me mm-hmm. so i don't agree with this
0: yeah and i don't agree with it either you know um i wrote down some notes um i said you know men and women are different mm-hmm. and in society you know and especially within the church and in all aspects of life men and women we're not the same not. and the thing is that we have like people you know, we have women and feminists who are like equality, equality. But you know, Christians believe that women are different than mm-hmm. men. Period. You know, yeah. women have different strengths, abilities, and tasks. And we don't believe that these differences imply inequality. It's just, it's just a different way that we were created. Yeah. I feel like you we know? just
1: we reflect a different side. Or a, a a different part of the character of God, exactly. Because we're that loving side, mm-hmm. you know. Not that you know, guys, guys. Yeah, loving yeah, yeah, all, yeah, they're loving, but them. we're like that <laughs> loving side, that nurturing side. We are strong. Mm-hmm. We're, you know, yeah. And I, I, I believe,
0: like, I feel that women in the church they lack that motivation. They lack that motivation of becoming the leader within the kingdom of God because of the intimidation of men. Mm-hmm. You know, we have amazing women of God who have changed the world, mm-hmm. like Christine Kane, Priscilla Shire, Joyce Meyer, Beth mm-hmm. Moore, Bobby Houston, even our pastors from our own local church, mm-hmm. you know. And as women of God, we need to take advantage of the little spark that God has placed inside of us, So we not need only, to run with it, you know. Not only
1: run with it, but set an example for all those other girls yeah, that absolutely. are coming behind us. Because yeah. what if
0: we don't do it? What if we don't move forward? I know. What if we don't, you know, we don't take that risk or take, take up the challenge you know Mm -hmm. what i mean all of those girls that we're doing this for you know Mm -hmm. it was all in vain you know that's true that's good so we need to end the stigma that women can't be world changers you know too often in the name of conservatism and that comes a lot with christianity like Mm -hmm. everybody's like oh it's conservatism or whatever women are stereotyped and have embraced and We've embraced like the soft, caring, yeah. you I'm know, gonna be nurturing. Quiet. I'm gonna sit be in quiet. The back. You know, no, and <laughs> thinking that's what it looks like to be fem- feminine, but no, no, you know, we need to. Um, I read something recently that says that we need to learn to embody virtue like women, obedience like women, I love that. ambition like women, wisdom like women, courage like women, faithfulness mm-hmm. like women, and strength like women. It says you know this is what makes us different than men and we need to embrace the beauty behind like there's
1: nothing shameful about it and i think that's another thing that they're like oh no i can't be strong because mm-hmm. that's not feminine or i can't be a great example like strength training okay oh, c- guys cuz i've been working out that's why <laughs> i've been going to the gym so like lifting weights it's thought to be like oh like no that's a guy thing no mm-hmm. i have you know god's giving me strength and i can do it so you know what guys i've been lifting weights Yep,
0: that's good
1: i don't know why i just wanted to relate no but to yeah <laughs>
0: <laughs> no but that's good that's good so you know take if you have a dream in your heart if you have you know don't worry about what other people are doing mm-hmm. if you want to do that youtube uh, do that youtube channel go do the youtube channel mm-hmm. don't worry about how many other people are doing it you know you want to do that podcast go do that podcast you know if you want to do anything whatever it is you know god is placed in your heart for a reason mm-hmm. and god is going to bring you the, the your community and amen. it's for That's you good. to empower that community yes so there you go yeah
1: yes
0: amen so, moving on, <laughs> misconception number three. I like this one. Church girls are not fun or adventurous. That is, guys, that's a lie. That is such you've a lie. If you hung out with us before, we are yep. fun. Go ahead and look back at our Instagram feeds. <laughs> we go out a lot. You know, we at do. least it's been a year. But whenever we do go out, we We're hit fun. it off. We have like, fun. Yeah, because we went to Miami. We got on a boat. I know. We got stuck in a sand dune. Really?
1: You know, we jumped
0: in the ocean. <laughs> you remember that yeah. one the first year? So, like, we like to have fun, you know? Yes. And God intends us to live it up and live life abundantly. Yes,
1: I agree. He does
0: not want us to live this boring life, no. you know? No, because God's not boring. No, God is not boring. And, and one thing that I've learned... That the more that I dedicated my life to God, the mm-hmm. more exciting my life has become. I
1: love that.
0: Yes. That's it has. Good. The more closer I get to God, like, I don't know. It's just it's exciting. I love that. Yes. That's good. And even the unexpected. Hmm. You have it's that's that's the hard part. That's yeah. the challenge. But the closer you are to God, the more even the uncertainty kind of becomes exciting
1: i know because you know
0: because you know it's for good yes
1: and because i'm like the closer that i am to god the more that i'm trusting him the more that i know that even though i don't know what's happening it's gonna be okay it is gonna so be so okay. it does become exciting yes i agree so
0: live your life live your best life people because yes. church girls are not
1: we're not part, boring we're
0: not boring so yeah <laughs> misconception number four Church girls are going to try and convert you.
1: Not true. <laughs> at all. It's not true.
0: What are your thoughts, Beverly, on this misconception?
1: Okay. So I'm going to say a little bit and then I'm going to go back to you because I want to say something at the end. Okay, go. Cool. So it's definitely not true, guys. We're not around like, arrepiente. Yeah. Like, you're going to go to Repent. hell. Guys. <laughs> you're going to hell. <laughs> no, guys. I don't know why I have to say it in Spanish. It just came out. But no, that's like your natural.
0: I <laughs> I don't
1: know, but regard we're not doing that, guys. We're no. not going around like, um, are you a sinner? I'm sorry, no.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You need to change your ways. You're going to hell. That's not. No, we're not called to live our lives like that.
0: Yeah, and we're we like as Christians, we can't be judgmental because no. we're 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 gonna be judged as equally yeah. as everyone else. You know now what I mean? I'm gonna
1: throw it back to you because I will say something. About okay, that.
0: okay, okay. So with me in regards to this misconception. Mm-hmm. This one kind of hits home in a a way, because when I was growing up, mentioning, and this is from the year 2001 to 2005.
1: I'm not going to tell you how old I was. Don't tell me. (laughs) Get out.
0: Definitely not in high school. 2001, I was in ninth grade, and I graduated in 2005. So, okay. So, with that being said, I lived in Miami at the time. And I remember that it was very difficult to be a non-believer during mm. that time. And I will be honest to say that I was a little shamed. Yeah. Ashamed of being a Christian. Yeah. And I I remember seeing the kids pray around the pole mm-hmm. And I wouldn't be there. But, but I'd don't... be like by the wall looking at them. Aww. And I, uh-huh, it was like that. But I don't know, it was like... I didn't want to be judged and I was like a goody two shoes and I wanted like, like, I don't know. I think the people really thought that I wanted to convert them and change them. <laughs> but like, <laughs> you walked around hitting people <laughs> with a Bible. But, yo, it's crazy. Cause I don't know, but I just remember like I was, I was ashamed and I don't know. I don't know what else to say, but all I know is that I didn't have too many friends in high school okay. and my friends were from church. Mm-hmm. But it was because we had the same like similarities, yeah. went to the same church, you know, whatever. But in regard to conversion, there are people that are called for that. Okay, There are people that are like evangelistas, mm-hmm. you know, evangelists. Mm-hmm. Like they will go and they will convert the whole block. But then there's other people <laughs> that I feel... That we're all called, because the Great Commission okay. says to spread the good news of course. to the entire world.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But me, the way that I evangelize mm-hmm. is by setting an example.
1: I love that. So
0: that others can see the God in me. Mm, so, true. like, for instance, I'm a high school teacher. I teach 10th grade. It's hard. The battle imagine. is incredible. Even today, today's sixth period it was like all hell broke loose. I had a girl, um, who, like, she lost her phone. So, she thought somebody stole it. She was causing havoc in the classroom, wanting to check everybody's bags. I had oh to God. calm her down. With that being said, on the other side of the class, I have a couple who are always arguing. Oh. And then this guy, the the boyfriend, yeah. he wants to go ahead and grab some, like, lipstick. I don't even know if I have it, because one of my students was being stupid, but anyway. Mm-hmm. Um... He grabbed the stick and made, like, a hickey mark on his neck. <gasps> uh, yeah. He went to the bathroom, did the the hickey mark on his neck, comes back in, and, like, his girlfriend <gasps> is like, what the heck? So she, ra- like... She oh goes nuts. God. She beats his butt and I have to like separate That's it. very creative. Very, very creative. But he was doing he was doing a prank on her and I'm like, You can't do that. You, you know your girlfriend. Like, why would you even do that? Like, I would be so pissed at I'd you. Be pissed. So she walked out of the classroom. He walked out. So they're in the middle of the hallway. <laughs> oh screaming God. at the top of their lungs. And then I have my other teacher neighbors coming coming to me, like, Miss Diaz, handle the situation. But I'm like, Yeah, it's just that's just a scenario that i deal with that's every very day
1: stressful yes oh,
0: so with that being said every morning i pray i'm like lord mm-hmm. that when they see mm-hmm. you when they see me they see you when they hear me they hear you because the battle is not against flesh and blood oh my it's God. literally against principalities and powers like it really really is mm-hmm. in my classroom and i have to like like activate the angels Heaven. so yeah i have to literally do that because it's really tough so that's that's my form of evangelism okay i do it as an example like i set the example so that people can see that god in me mm-hmm. you know i don't go around converting people i don't go around you know do you want to know jesus or whatever i i my form of evangelism is waiting for god mm-hmm. To put me in in the situation, yeah. you know, where I can take that opportunity and minister them, minister to them. And I have. Mm-hmm. I have at school, you know, some girls who stay after lunch yeah. and they stay with me and stuff like that, you know. But I do not go around trying to force anybody else. Mm-hmm. And I pray, you know, I pray for people. Yeah. I pray and I allow God to deal with them in their own way. So that's how I feel about misconception number four.
1: I like that. I'm just going to wrap it up. Yeah. I think one of the best ways to evangelize you evangelize by the way that you live Mm -hmm. the way that you live is gonna tell people like wow like that person is so joyful how is she so joyful all the time Mm -hmm. or wow like i was sad and this person just came and gave me a hug like the way that you live your life is the best way of telling people about christ absolutely so you don't have to i mean some people do it and i think it's amazing but we all have our, our different ways of evangelizing exactly Some people, you know, they do stand in the corners and they talk about God "Mm -hmm. and it's so powerful. Mm -hmm. But the way that I evangelize in my day to day is by living, living and being like Christ. Exactly. Just in my day to day. Amen. And that's it. So,
0: you know, we're not trying to convert you, you know, we We want to be friends with you. We want to be friends with you, you know, and we just hope that by our fruits in our life, you know what I mean? That we set the example so that you can meet God. Yes. In your own way. Amen. You know, and that's what leads me leads me to the next misconception. Misconception number five says church girls don't want or know how to be friends with non Christians. Mm. Yo, and this one's so wrong. Okay, so let me I'll go first okay, and then you, you go. go first. Yes. Okay. So I agree that after you become a believer, it will get difficult to relate to your friends who aren't believers. Because does. because it's hard. But it's possible. Like it's important like we said before in the Mm -hmm. last misconception it's important to set an example to those that don't know christ Mm -hmm. being a christian doesn't mean that we need to free ourselves from everyone and everything now the bible does say Mm -hmm. that we should not be yoked with unbelievers yes but you know it's important that we set those examples for those that you you know who don't believe Mm -hmm. for example your family members Mm -hmm. your family members are like should be your main like that should be your main focus yeah you know and when non-believers especially family members when they see that you've changed for the better mm-hmm. and this is something that you said in the last misconception they're gonna be curious yeah when you're not like walking in the same bad habits that you used yeah. to they're gonna want to know they're
1: like what's going on
0: what's changed you
1: mm-hmm.
0: and that's when you take like take the opportunity to tell I them like about that. jesus So that's how I feel. We don't, you know, we know how to be friends with non-Christians because before we were Christians, we hung out with them. Yeah. We just know how to set boundaries, Mm, you know, and not fall into the same traps. You know what I mean? And once you show them how strong you are and once you show them how much you've changed, you'll start to see change in them as well.
1: I like that. So what do you think? So I agree with what you're saying. We're called to be a light in the darkness. Um, and I heard it in a preaching once. I don't remember who preached it. I know a couple people have preached it. But if you stand in a lit room, you know, you're there, but you're mm-hmm. not making a difference. If you, if all those lights go out and you're the only one that's lit up or that's shining, you're going to make a difference. Mm-hmm. So by having, and I'm not saying it because we're trying to convert you, but because you hang out with other people that are maybe that don't share those interests with you, You are making a difference. Mm -hmm. And there's stuff that, you know, we still like. Like, I like Beyonce. Yeah. My non-Christian friends like Beyonce. Hey, that's okay. We like Ariana Grande. Mm -hmm. We love to go to the movies or eat pizza. You don't lose certain interests. You just, like what you said, you learn to set boundaries. Exactly. Like, for instance, we just finished Game of Thrones.
0: (laughs) 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 We're part of... The ninety five percent, billions of people population. I'm
1: part of that one percent that has your never part, seen it. Like I yeah. don't know anything exactly. I but, saw the last ten minutes when I got here, <laughs> and I was like
0: hooked, blown away. I know, but you know what I mean. Like we watch the same thing, you know. And obviously, if if you feel in your heart that you can't, because some people
1: just can't. Yeah,
0: they we can't just have open, different
1: convictions. Yeah,
0: there's different convictions and stuff like that. So. You know you know yourself mm-hmm. you know and you know what boundaries to set and what boundaries to not establish you know what yeah. i mean because you're strong in them mm-hmm. so i believe that if you set an example and you become that light like you said mm-hmm. you will be able to reach those without having to like evangelize them. <laughs> <laughs> you know but i yeah. i that's how i feel about that's the good though misconception like number five so, next. You ready? We got three more. Ready. Misconception number six. Church girls have grown up in the church all of their lives.
1: Okay. So, I'm going to go first because for me, that is true. No. And for me, that is true. <laughs> I was like, you know, like, for me. For, it's true. But, but. But. Okay. So, in my... I. I am blessed because I was brought up in the faith. Like, you know, my parents presented me, you know, to the Lord. Like, I was dedicated. Mm-hmm. And so have my so has my sister and the twins. So in that case, I am a stigma, I guess yeah. you could say. But I know a lot of people that did not grow up in the faith mm-hmm. and that have met the Lord in their teens mm-hmm. or in their 20s. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we both love the Lord. The Lord is, like, our first love. It's, you know, mm-hmm. what we focus on. So, you know. That's And it's like,
0: being. yeah, that I feel the same way. You you kinda hit everything on the nose, like what I wanted to say. Cause it was like I was raised in a church. Mm-hmm. But I know so many other people mm-hmm. who were like converted like a year ago, two yeah. years, five years ago, you know. And that
1: doesn't mean anything because the it Lord doesn't. doesn't love them less exactly any less than he loves us. Mm-hmm. So if you you know, if you recently met the Lord, that doesn't mean that God, God's like, I love Beverly more because I've known she her was, longer. Yeah. No, the Lord loves us the same.
0: Exactly. So. And, and one more thing in regard to that misconception is that not every family is saved no. also.
1: Mm-hmm. I
0: know so many people who are the only ones that are Christians mm-hmm. in their family. And it's a hard task, but that just means God has appointed you to be the lighthouse of your family. Mm-hmm. Um, I read a quote by Samuel Gordon. He says... If there be but one in a home, in touch with God, that one becomes the door into the whole family. That's good. So, you know, if you're that one, be encouraged and continue praying for your friends and your family who are unbelievers. You know, although your job may be difficult Mm -hmm. and perhaps disappointing, it holds rewards, you know, in the end. And
1: again, you're that light in the darkness. So
0: Exactly. So stay strong misconception number seven Mm -hmm. church girls are innocent and naive (laughs) go (laughs) back
1: it's not true guys no like we've struggled we're sinners Mm -hmm. just like everybody else we're not nobody's perfect Mm -hmm. so you know we have sinned we've done you know our share for a few things like when i was a kid i was a terrible child oh my god i was a terrible child like sissy i was a terrible child i would talk back you didn't know that no, I would talk back. <gasps> I do. I think about it now, and I'm like, oh my gosh, I would talk back. I would. I was just a terrible child. Why? I don't know. <laughs> but I was a terrible child. So mm. no, like we've done, like guys, like I've cheated on tests. Come on.
0: I, Nana, so have I.
1: Okay, but there we go. People are like, no, she's a Christian. Like she doesn't know. Oh like, my god, I'm right and... along with everyone else cheating at go. the same time. There we go. You know we've lied. We've. <laughs> we've you know run through red lights like we're not perfect we're not we're yeah go no maybe you're gonna hit it so you go and then i'll finish
0: i was gonna say we are not perfect, but we are covered and empowered by god's grace yes god's grace is overwhelming
1: yes and every day we strive to be more like christ you know things that like now i'm not cheating and test guys like you know you work towards being more like christ Mm -hmm.
0: exactly i don't even know what else to say because it's not even true like the women in the bible they weren't innocent and naive they were powerful women who made a change yes you know so it's like no we don't fall into that category people
1: who had a past
0: yeah absolutely
1: you know going back to yeah episode eight women who had a past but are now making a difference Mm -hmm. like stephanie so mm yeah so if you haven't heard that episode go listen you have to listen to it
0: it's so powerful um And then here we are. Misconception number eight. Our final one. <laughs> okay. This one's pretty funny. So
1: say it and then I'll go because obviously. Okay.
0: <laughs> <laughs> this is our final misconception. It's our last one. Misconception number eight. Okay. Church girls. All church girls. Okay, there we go. Yeah, yeah, there we go. There we go. All church girls are virgins.
1: Okay, I'm going to go. Go. So, not all church girls are virgins. So, like, I'm a virgin. Okay. I'm not I'm not ashamed to say. Before, that was like a, oh, like, you know, I'm a virgin. Oh, my God, yeah. It was like... Why? Taboo back in the day. I don't know. But now I'm proud. I'm like, yes, I am, you know... I made it, bro. I made it. Mm-hmm. I'm 24 years old. I am saving myself to marriage. But, you know, those that aren't, that doesn't make them any less so... Take it. I got this. All right. So
0: this misconception is very silly.
1: <laughs> it is
0: because yes, there are church girls that are virgins, but they're but their celibus their celibacy, you know, and mm-hmm. their purity doesn't define who they are. I agree. Um, I was a virgin mm-hmm. all the way up to eighteen years old. Okay. and unfortunately things do happen in our lives and we fall short you know yeah. but that does not mean that i cannot be restored That's and true. that god can never use me you know purity celibacy is something that we should all strive to be even I if agree. we're non-believers you I know agree. you shouldn't be giving your body to anyone else mm-hmm. you know that comes with a lot of heartache it comes with a lot of pain there's a lot it of does. repercussions in giving yourself to someone prior to marriage you know god specifically made sex specifically for married people Mm -hmm. who have made that communion with him yeah you know and when you know when you break that covenant Mm -hmm. it comes with a lot of baggage yeah and and baggage that you know you'd be like "Ah, unnecessary unnecessary baggage you could be like oh i'm fine i'll get over it but when you finally find the one, you have no idea that you're bringing that ba- that baggage that you probably didn't even know was there. Hmm. You're bringing it up in your relationship. That's so crazy. for those that are trying to remain celibate or they're... Stay
1: strong. Stay strong. strong,
0: people. Like, you know, I feel like it was harder back then.
1: You think so? I don't I think know. it's harder now. You think so? I think it's...
0: Because I hear the I conversations of my students and...
1: I think... I don't know. I think it's... We'll go fifty-fifty. I think it's harder now, just because, and it also it's also harder when you're different stages of your life. It's harder when like everybody's doing it, kind of like high school, like prom season we're coming up. Everybody, you know, quote unquote, (laughs) loses it on prom night. Yeah, yeah. But it's also hard, I think, now because of the age that we're in. Like technology is to the point where it's it opens doors for you to
0: yeah no experiment and do
1: all these things.
0: It's still hard. It's still hard, regardless. You know, and I don't know. I feel it's across the board. Mm -hmm. Not all church girls are virgins. No. Not all church girls are, you know, inexperienced.
1: Mm -hmm. And
0: and I'm saying that also that they can still be virgins, but they can still be experienced. You know what I mean? In other ways. So don't judge a person.
1: (laughs) Don't judge a person. And if you're not a virgin, like the Bible says that we're made new yeah in christ so don't let the fact that you're not a virgin anymore define you be like oh no like i can't yes like you're a born again mm-hmm. christian you're a born again you know virgin and you are now mm-hmm. saving yourself for that person that you are gonna marry yeah i um, down the road so be encouraged with that yeah absolutely so that's it that's it we did it girl we did it. high five, high five. <laughs> Woo! okay
0: so any last words beverly
1: for all my church girls out there we're all struggling. None of us are perfect. Mm-hmm. But like I said a couple of points ago, we're striving to be more like Christ every single day. And yeah, be encouraged. Yes. And we're all going through it. You're not the only one that's exactly. going through those struggles.
0: Absolutely. And like my last little note is mm-hmm. says, um, I wrote this down, guys, because I'm so sick. <laughs> um, I put there's a difference between church girls and women of God.
1: That's good, isn't that so That's good? good? That's
0: good. Okay, church girls they do things solely out of tradition, but women of God do things based on their encounter with Him. The tr- the, the term church girl tends to pull all women; they put all women in a one size fits all box in which mm-hmm. confines you, or confines us who we truly are. to, yeah. to who we truly are. Mm-hmm. So let's not be distracted by the beliefs and ways of the world. Let's continue to pray and ask God to create a continual burning fire in our hearts for him, you know, a fire that can't be quenched. I like that. By the enemy Um, or by what unbelief says or by, or by, you know, what the world says, Mm -hmm. you know, please remember we are powerful. We are beautiful. We are strong. We have the potential to do great things. We are anointed and we are women of God. Amen. So, Instead of being categorized as a church girl, let's shut down that stereotype Mm -hmm. and say, I ain't no church girl. I'm a woman (laughs) of God. I love that. So.
1: Be encouraged. Yes, you're a woman of God.
0: Absolutely. Any
1: final, final, final words? Final, final, final. (laughs) So, because we're women of God, we... We're created to make a difference. We were created to be loving and nurturing, and still have that soft side. We were created to change our surroundings, or change our world, to be girl bosses, mm-hmm. to be entrepreneurs, yes. to make a difference. So yes, be a woman of God, Amen. and we do all that stuff with God by our side. Amen. So.
0: And without I. things, you can do it. Amen. I don't even know what I just said right there. <laughs>
1: I, I think what you meant to say With, with God, God all things, all things are, things are possible, possible But I didn't think Yeah thank I you so you. much you
0: got me Right now like you guys don't understand My throat hurts so bad And I'm oh, trying my best no. to like Make it through but we made we it We made it through we finished
1: we're done
0: Well there you have it Beverly thank you so much thank you,
1: Sissy, for, for joining me. me
0: on the table Or at the table today Um Thank you for this amazing idea It was so good we were, we came up with it both of us so good so um i'll see you next season bro <laughs> Every
1: season, four, yeah, fourth season time around. four,
0: so well there you have it guys thank you all for tuning into benevolence where kindness matters and all are welcome to the table make sure to follow me on instagram at benevolence podcast or at i am ceci diaz to know a little bit more about me and benevolence Benevolence Podcast is available on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, and the Stitcher app. And finally, if there is a topic that you would like for me to discuss in the future, please do not hesitate to email me at benevolencepodcast@gmail.com at gmail.com with requests, petitions, or comments. I want to hear from you. And stay tuned for our next Monday's final episode oh of Season 3 you don't want to miss it. It's um gonna be good. it's going to be so good. So we're going to finish it off with a grand finale. So make sure to tune in next Monday. So love you guys. See you next week. Bye. Bye.